Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking with uh, Charles Brown and Quentin Prince. Journey House at Youth Athletics, Journey House in general. Charles, good to see you again, sir. Good to see you too, Mike. Yeah, how you been? I've been good. How have yeah, you been? It's been a couple of years. Yes, it has. Yeah, we did, um, did a segment on Around the Corner. With John McGivern on your youth football program, and we met at Mitchell uh, Mitchell Park right and, on a Sunday. Yeah, and uh, I really appreciate your willingness to help me the way you did. And and I said, hey, one day I'll reach out to you and get you in for that youth sports show. And we've gone back and forth, but today's the day, man. I appreciate your willingness to come in, Charles. We appreciate you having us. You bet. You are the deputy director at uh, at Journey House. How long have you been there? I'm in my 16th year. 16th year, right? Man. And they said it wouldn't last, Charles. And they said it wouldn't last. What is your background? I know you're a military guy, correct? I am. I am. I spent uh, 26 years in the United States Air Force. I'm retired from the Air Force. Uh, spent most of my time in the Air Force doing recruiting. That's what brought me here to Milwaukee. I was uh, assigned to the recruiting squadron here and did uh, high school and college and medical recruiting for the United States Air Force here in Milwaukee. You can leave the Air Force. Does the Air Force ever leave you, sir? No, it well, doesn't. Well, thank you for your service. Thank you for I, saying it. Yeah, I really, I, I, from the bottom of my heart, I think uh, every day somebody should say thank you to guys like you. Our other guest, uh, Quentin Prince, he's the Director of Youth Leadership and, and Student Services at the Journey House. Quentin, how you been? I'm good. How are you? Good. How long have you been at the Journey House? I've been with Journey House for 18 years. Really? 18 years. Man, you don't look old enough to... Would you start when you were 10? I get that a lot. You do, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are you a Milwaukee guy? I am. Where'd you go Homegrown. to school? Um, UW-Milwaukee. And high school? Uh, Nicolay High School. You did? Yeah. Good old Nicolay. They had quite a basketball team this year. They did. Yeah. yeah. I coached at Martin Luther. Okay. We won a state championship. Our team wanted, our boys wanted those boys. Nice. You know what I told our guys? Don't, don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't ask for that. You want no part of that That team over at Nicolet. Okay. So um, when you started at the Journey House, Quentin, um, what was your role at that point? So my role at Journey House has always been with the youth programs. Okay. So I, you know, started as a volunteer for a number of years, and then I worked our summer camp program, our after-school tutoring program, and then moved my way up. Why did you volunteer there? Um, I had actually never heard of Journey House, but I had seen a segment on the news and thought it was an interesting place, went down to check it out, and volunteered for about a year. Um, Our CEO often makes a joke that um, she thought I was paid staff because I was there so much. 
And then she realized that I was just volunteering, and yeah, it's been great. And I promise we're going to get into everything that the Journey House has to offer. But but stories like yours really um, interest me. Where did that Where did that servant leadership come from? Um, it was something that I, it was instilled in me as a as a, as a youth. Yeah, um, through my parents, uh, making sure that I was giving back to the community and volunteering. Good for wherever them. I could. Yeah, they must be proud of you right now. Yeah, they definitely are. Yeah, are they listening? Do you think? Um, they are not, but I will make sure that they are. Uh, tell them later. to turn on the tw- either twelve fifty AM or one hundred five seven FM. The fans should they should they should listen to you as you talk about, you know, a place that you have so much passion for that started with them. Right. I mean, it started with with them saying you need to give back. Exactly. You know what? You're blessed. Exactly. And 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 certainly. You know, Charles, you, with the military background that you have, you understand all about servant leadership because that's what—that's—that's that's the core of who you are. Service before self is uh, one of the core values in United States Air Force. Yeah, and and you carry that right over to the Journey House. Absolutely. Um, how are things going? Fiftieth year, huh? Absolutely. 50, we're, 50 we're like years celebrating old. fifty. The gala. I, yes. I'm doing research. I'm like fifty years 50 of years giving back old. to the community. Giving back to the community. Yeah, good for you guys. Big event coming in September. Yes. The ga- yeah, right. the big, and you know what? There's a number of things, because this is their 50th year, and um, they, I mean, they've got a number of things coming up. They've got a softball game coming up in July you can get involved with. They've got a punt, pass, and kick fundraiser coming up in October. They've got a Halloween event. They've got a tree lighting celebration. Um, there's a number of things, and you can go on their website to get any any information that you want about the Journey House. And we're going to talk about youth athletics because that's what this show is about. But I'm a fan of the Journey House. I'm a fan of guys like Charles Brown and Quentin Prince and everybody that I looked and I read a lot of on your website uh, this morning doing research for this show. But the Journey House, in if you don't know about what they do, it's journeyhouse.org. But I can read this to you. Helps families move out of poverty through four core programs. Adult education, youth development, workforce readiness, and family engagement. And four supporting programs. On-site child care, yes, campus housing, and community building. They offer multi-pronged approach because research has demonstrated that poverty must be addressed on more than one level. Look, Quentin, you... You know, as a young guy who volunteered there, you you may not have looked at that mission statement and what they did. How you figured out what their mission statement was was by volunteering and getting basically working there. Exactly. You're a guy like me that doesn't know a ton about the Journey House other than what I know about Charles, and I'm impressed with him. And I took a tour and I met a bunch of people when I was there. I wasn't happy when I went into the basketball court because they were teaching a zone, and I'm a man coach. I want those kids playing man. But other than that, I was totally impressed with with all of it. Um, you you found out what the mission statement and the soul of this company was by working there, right? Exactly. And by by no by realizing what that is, you've stayed for as long as you have, which is pretty incredible. I have. I found a very uh, a home. When, at Journey House. <laughs> when when you uh, volunteered there, did you, if I said to you 15 years from now you're still going to be here, what would you have said, man? No chance. Never would have thought it. Never would have thought it whatsoever. Wait, did you plan on staying in Milwaukee? Um, I did. I did. Yeah. 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 So you were, but you're going to get done. You were going to do that one year volunteer and then kind of move on and and uh, and run the run the city. Is that what you were thinking? That was the plan. That was yeah. the plan. Now, you know what? What you're doing is a lot more important. Thank you. Hey, let's talk about the youth programs that you guys offer. You offer basketball, football, baseball? Yes. Anything else? 
We've actually track. got, um, we're working towards more uh, youth uh, sports programs, but we've got a soccer program that's a robust. We've got a volleyball program that we're doing. Um, we're trying to just build a foundation around youth sports for our youth because we feel that youth, uh, youth sports is the draw to get them in. Right, go ahead, Charles. And we are going to start lacrosse. So last year we had our first lacrosse clinic with USA uh, lacrosse program out of Baltimore and the help of uh, Marquette University High School helped us with our um, lacrosse program last and year. So that, we're going to do that again That this head year. coach over at, at Marquette is a great guy. Yeah, Rich. Yeah, you want to talk about a guy that understands, you know, positive coaching alliances. Right. That's his yep. deal. That's his deal. And, um, man, I was so impressed with him. I've had him in studio a couple of times. It doesn't surprise me one inch that, that he's willing to have his kids come over and help these kids from the Journey House learn the game of lacrosse. He's really passionate about that game. He is. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I, I would get killed in that game. Quentin, how about you? I would as well. <laughs> yeah, I would just stand there and take, you know, guys be whacking me like crazy. I grew up on the East Coast, so lacrosse is a big, pro, you know, big big time on the East Coast. So I, I'm from Baltimore, and lacrosse is real big there. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, and here it's not, and they're trying hard. Yeah. It's getting bigger. High schools are starting to play it, so it, it – it, it's great that the Journey House is, is is thinking about doing that. Hey, if somebody, before we get to this break, and, and I promise the next three segments, we're going to talk about your programs, Quentin, and we're going to talk about how you reach kids and, and can kids still join and, and all of that. But I want to just talk more about the Journey House. If somebody, if you're in an elevator, and we all have elevator pitches on, on what we do and how we do it, if somebody says to you, Charles, I don't know what the Journey House is, what would you say to them? I would repeat what you already have already read about our mission statement, yes. what we do, and that's the adult education, lifting people out of poverty, adult education, workforce development, youth, youth development, and parent engagement. How hard is it not to, to take everything that happens there, Quentin, personal? And, and, and I guess the question is, as a basketball coach, if, if, I'm, if I have a young man that I think is, you know, I've reached out and, and the kid's doing really well, and then I get a call on a Sunday or Saturday night that he has gotten in some trouble, I have a hard time not taking that personal. And I'm wondering how that is for you. Right, uh, exactly the same. So everything that we do at Journey House, all the staff and the volunteers that are involved um, are pouring their heart and soul into the programming that they do, into the participants that we work with. So we take everything to heart. Um, if if uh, if a youth is doing something they shouldn't be doing outside the classroom or off the field, we are involved and we want to make sure that they're doing what they need to do. It's hard, right? Charles? It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. And it, it's, it's hard not to take it home. Because you feel like it's this is your, these are your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And I, do, you, do you have any children? I do. Yeah, how many kids do you have? Um, long story short, yeah. I've got five. Good for, Man, you're, he's a young-looking guy. He's not as young as I think. He's got five. So to explain that quickly, sure. so we talk about the youth that we work at with at Journey House and how we take that home, and that's essentially what I did. There were four youth that participated in Journey House programming that I essentially became that father figure for and took them into my home and raised them for a number of years, and then I went out and I made my own. So technically I have one, yeah. Lord's happy with you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. there's a good for you. Not Look, not, uh, not everybody can do that. I think there takes a special kind of person to be willing to to do that let's get to a break other side of the break we will uh, continue our conversation he's quentin prince director of youth uh, leadership and student success and he look he lives it you just heard that 
He's not he's not punching the clock going in from eight to five and walking home and saying, hey, you know what, they're going to have to figure the rest of it out on their own. We're also talking to Charles Brown, Deputy Director of Youth Programs at the Journey House. You can go to journeyhouse.org, journeyhouse.org to find out more about this. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Man, I was thin and good looking when this song was good. You'd be quiet over there, Quentin. Charles knows what I'm talking about. Okay, I was thinner and still not good looking. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, you see the rhythm I got, Quentin. I see you. I yeah, see you. I know. Don't be laughing at me. <laughs> hey, we are talking to Journey House with Charles Brown. He's the deputy director of the youth programs at the Journey House, alongside Quentin Prince. Found out a lot about him in that first segment. Very impressive young man. Director of Youth Leadership and Student Success. Journey House is located at 2110 West Scott Street. 2110 West Scott Street. Charles, um, neighborhood families, uh, kids from all over the city. Talk about the the families and kids that you guys um, reach out to and, and utilize the Journey House. We're in the Clark Square area, which is uh, on the near south side, and that, and that area encompasses National Avenue, Greenfield Avenue, 16th Street, and 27th. Okay. So we draw families from that particular area, but we draw families from all over the city. So yeah. somebody that is in that area that's that the Journey House is helping, and they move out of that neighborhood to a different neighborhood can still come back? They can still come back, absolutely. How, how many... And I don't know if I should ask kids or families or total, but how many, on a yearly basis, how many people are you serving? We're serving about 9,000 people a year. Oh, man. On a yearly basis. Is is that been a been kind of a standard number? Has that grown? What's... It, it's grown since uh, our new building was built in 2012. It's so, an impressive building. And it's at capacity right now. It they is. They're busting at the seams. What um, What can be done about that? Well, are you guys that's, land? That's, are you landlocked? Um, to a point, we are kind of landlocked. We are we we are working on some other campaign projects. So you know you know about a football stadium. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about the baseball complex down at Barron Park. I do, and we're looking at we're looking to expand uh, Journey House by having a uh, urban uh, baseball academy there uh, at some point in the future. So we're 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 encompassing a. A campaign to raise money to build that. So you're you're t- because the the building that is relatively new is now busting at the seams. You're you're looking at different alternatives on how to ease the pressure from that. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. And it takes money. It takes money. And some of these events that we're talking about, including this gala event, the fiftieth year, uh, that's coming up. And I'm going to give you more information on that. It's Saturday, September twenty first. You know what? Get in now and get your tickets and 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 reserve your spots to this uh, Saturday, September twenty first. It says uh, it down at Discovery World, yes, the new pavilion. Yep, yep. Uh, Five hundred North Harbor Drive in Milwaukee, and uh, food's going to be good. Entertainment's going to be good. Certainly, uh, the fellowship that will be going on for a common cause. The common cause is to to help the Journey House continue another fifty years. There are sponsorship opportunities available. Um, go to their website, journeyhouse.org. Hey, Quentin, what keeps you up at night with with, with this, the youth programs that you do? Um, I think the thing that keeps me up is 
you know, always trying to strategize and see how we can impact more youth. And then the obviously, like I said before in the other segment, that we take home the issues or struggles that our families go through. So yeah. we're thinking about those things as well and how we can help fix them. It, it, the the overall um, message, I guess, and the overall way that you guys go about your business at the Journey House, are, is it all about winning games? Is it all about teaching a sport? Is it all about getting kids to understand the importance of teamwork? Like, when you guys feel the team in football or feel the team in basketball, that we keep scores so everybody wants to be competitive. Right. But at the, the end of the day, what are you guys trying to accomplish? So it's not all about winning. You know, although, you know, that is a great feeling, it's not all about winning. It's about the development and the process that the youth and families go through in order to get to that winning moment. Um, can, can I stop you? Because you, you, you just made a comment that I think is really interesting. We're talking about a youth team, and you talked about the youth and the family mm-hmm. process. So basically, if a kid's going to join a team, it's, it should be a family affair at exactly. that point. Exactly. Okay, that's, not, that's not every youth program I talk about, because a lot of them say, well, you know what, the wall stops here. Mm-hmm. Parents, family, you go that way. You, you want to play ball, you come over here with us. Exactly. And, and that's different for you. It's a family process. Yes. Um, you know, it's it's not about winning games and scoring touchdowns or, or, or runs or baskets or goals. It's really about the development of our kids and our parents. So one thing you have to do when, in developing kids, you got to develop parents, too. You must have developed the adults to help you develop the kids. Right. So our program, our athletic programs are based on really six pillars. Those pillars are education is the first one, which means academic performance in the classroom and then teaching the skill of the sport, proper technique, fundamentals. The second pillar is life skills and character development. Okay. So those two are very, 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 very important. They're at the top of the list. Right. The third pillar is nutrition. You are what you eat. And that's what and, and, and being hydrated, those are very, very important to us. How you, you I'm know, trying, yeah. Charles. <laughs> I'm trying. The fourth pillar is appearance. What do we look like and how do we behave? Okay. The fifth pillar is parent engagement. I want to talk a little bit about that. So what do we mean by that is any of our sports programs, the parent has to go through a parent orientation before we even will register a kid to play. Okay parent doesn't go through the orientation we will not register the kid so we have to talk to the parent have to talk to mm. and then the sixth pillar is winning and that's winning on and off the field and we believe that if we do the first five number six will come so in doing this youth sports show for as long as i have a lot of times when i ask that question the answer is look i'm just trying to get we're trying to get these kids to fall in love with this sport so that they are engaged or play, depending on the sport, you know, as long as if it's golf or if it's baseball or softball or bowling. And so these kids will play. That Your mission and what you're trying to accomplish at Journey House is, is different than, than a youth soccer team out in Waukesha. Right. Because their, their, their goal is to, a lot of times, to win, to go to national tournaments, to get kids to play at the next level. Nowhere in your pillar... The education part and the life skills part, that's all leading up to these kids trying to 
you know, possibly playing at the next level, which is high school and maybe some college, but nowhere in the pillars. This is this is a different animal, Quinn. <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you were at Nicolet, right? Nicolet, did you play sports there? I did. What did you play? I played uh, baseball and soccer. Okay. So you're playing baseball, and kids at Nicolet, when they're coming in at freshmen, sophomores, have probably played on some travel baseball teams at that point, exactly. depending on, right? Yep. So certainly in soccer, right. they did. Your mindset as a 14-year-old at Nicolet, much different than the 14-year-old kid who's competing at Journey House. Right. Um, so, you, uh, like you mentioned, the the youth that I was surrounded by at Nicolet, they were always playing on club teams or travel teams. or all They had those experiences. They had that access. They had those resources. The kids at Journey House don't necessarily have that. Um, and we want to make sure that, you know, they love the game, but then there's also, you know, the challenge of, you know, you may ultimately go to the league, which would be great. Just don't forget about me. Uh, right, or me, because uh, I'm saying nice but, things about you, Quinn. <laughs> we want to make sure that we build you up in, in the event that that you know, doesn't happen. Charles, were these six pillars put in place before you got to the Journey House, or are these yours? No, those are mine. Okay. Yeah, those are those. That surprised that, me. Yeah, those, those are mine. And uh, just to add a couple of things about, you know, the going, you know, we know most of our kids are not going to be professionals. Right. So, what's life after baseball, football, basketball, soccer look like? And we are looking to produce great citizens. So that's a, that's the deal. Yeah, we want to we want to make great citizens and great students. Do you know I get um, I get discouraged? I've I've lived in the city of Milwaukee my entire life, right? Have never lived anywhere outside of the borders of the city of Milwaukee, and sometimes I get discouraged because if all you do is pick up the newspaper or listen to the news, there's nothing good happening here. Mm-hmm. You know. There's, there's carjackings, there's this, there's this, there's this. And then I get a chance to do this high school show I do and this youth sports show I do, and there are some great things going on. It's just not interesting news, I guess, that the Journey House has is, is, is got six pillars, and it's not a privilege. It's not a right to play sports at the Journey House. It's a privilege. You right. earn it. You earn it. You earn it. And you earn it through the education, life skills, nutrition, appearance, you know, parent engagement, and, and then trying to win a little bit. Um, and I think that that's a story that, that we don't get a chance to tell enough. Hey, when somebody comes to the basketball program or baseball program, are, are you able to then have them play multiple sports? Once you get a kid at the Journey House competing with Journey House on the front of their jersey, do you, is it a better bet that you're going to be able to get them to, to participate in other sports? Right. We found that the youth that you know come to our programs definitely uh, – cross between the different sports and different uh, opportunities that are offered at Journey House. So we get them in, we get the hooks in them, and we want to make sure that they're participating to their fullest and um, experiencing all that they can. How hard is it to find coaches for you guys? Um, we, we lean on our parents a lot. Um, like I mentioned before, you know, there, there's that parent involvement, and a lot of our parents see the benefits of what we're providing for their youth, and so they volunteer their uh, services for us. It's challenging in, in some yep. sports. In some sports, it's challenging. You know, uh, youth sports doesn't work without volunteers. It does not. It doesn't work without volunteers. You, you the, have fir- to have volunteers. the first show that I did for youth sports show, now it's been three or four years, um, I was doing the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show prior, and they needed to take six months off. They had a change in their marketing department, and I kept getting calls. Why don't you talk about youth sports? Keep talking about high school. Talk about youth. And I thought, okay, I'll do a youth sports show for six months and get back to the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine Show, and I've never gone back. And 
I would start getting calls about the Franklin Youth Football Program. How do they have all these kids? How do they have all this money? Mm-hmm. Get new uniforms. How does it happen? So I thought, well, I'm going to bring them in for my first youth sports show. And I asked one of the people that's sitting where you're sitting, Charles, what keeps you up at night? And she said, I cannot find volunteers. Mm. She said, it's, you know what? We, we've got a $75 or $150, I don't remember the number, buyout. You have to give us six hours or pay this. We are flush with money. I don't need their money. I need their time. And she made a comment that 90% of the work is done by 10% of the people. It's just like church. Yep. And same thing, right? Kind of. I think in different sports, it's different. You know, I think uh, our football program has uh, a plethora of volunteers. For, you know, I've got like 22 volunteers in my football program, and that includes coaches and parent coordinators. Yeah. Baseball, I think we struggle a little bit with that. Soccer has has a lot of volunteers, too. Really? Yes. Soccer, you know, on outside of town, soccer is pretty popular. Yeah, big. big. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. big, and and you got a guy who played at, you know, high school. Nick Lay's not very good soccer. No, they're really good. I'm just kidding. And then basketball uh, is about even. So you know, I think I think we struggle with getting baseball coaches. Little league baseball coaches seems to be a little bit struggle. Do we, do you have to have that conversation with your coaches about the six pillars and winning is number six? Do you have that conversation with those guys? They all go through the orientation too. Yeah, so they they understand what's important at Journey House. That's important, Quinn, because you know what? Some of us, when we start, thirty six years I've been coaching basketball. I was Bobby Knight back in the day, <laughs> seventeen years old, yelling at a sixth grader like that was I was so stupid, <laughs> so stupid. We're gonna get back uh, talking with these guys from the Journey House again. Uh, Journeyhouse dot org, located twenty one ten West Scott Street. You know, if you have any if you have any questions about their youth programs. Call Charles. Give Quentin Prince a, a call. He is the director of youth leadership and student success. Either one of these guys will get right back to you and answer any questions that you have. If you have some interest and you're feeling led to maybe help them out with with this mission that they've been doing for 50 years, and our goal is to get them another 50 years. I won't be around to see it, but we're still trying to help them. The Journey House Gala event is uh, Saturday, September 21st. That's their big event. But they've got 50-year anniversary events going on throughout the year. Go to that website again. All the information is right there. It's journeyhouse.org. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Matt Quinn's got a little rhythm, too. (laughs) Bumper music brought to you by Quentin Prince. He is director of youth leadership and student success at the Journey House. That's quite a title, man. You are the director of student success. Yeah. I know that youth athletics are really important. And, and do you believe that part of the success these kids are going to have, not only in school, but in life, starts sometimes with sports? It does, definitely. You know, like I said before, sports is the draw to bring uh, youth into our programs, and we want to make sure that we build on that and ultimately get them to success. I I was telling Charles during the break, I do a show called Faith in the Zone here, um, Secular Sports Station, and we do it Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. And um, it's amazing how many guys I talk to that go out and do uh, missions trips, and if they're a soccer guy, they bring a soccer ball. 
or their baseball <laughs> guy, they bring baseball equipment because it just draws yeah. people in. And they utilize that that soccer ball or that basketball as a way to draw kids to, to be able to give them the message that they, and very similar exactly. to what you guys are doing, bounce the ball and have the kids go, oh, what's bouncing? Mm-hmm. You know, I can get over there. Let, let me go and play. What, uh, which, which sport is the healthiest right now for you guys as far as numbers and, and coaches and volunteers? What, what sport's the healthiest and which one is the one that, that concerns you? Football is the healthiest. Um, baseball concerns me. Okay. Um, and it's really, around the, it's really around the adults and the volunteers. It's really around, it's really around that part, ba- part of it. Um, basketball, healthy? Basketball, I would say, is even. Okay. Um, as far as kids coming in and wanting to participate, is it because there's so many options for kids on the basketball side? Yeah, that could. That, I think that could be it. I, I, I wouldn't say our basketball program is unhealthy. It's yeah. healthy. Okay. It's healthy. Um, and I'm not, I'm not concerned with it. Yeah. But um, there, there are a lot of kids that play basketball in Milwaukee. A lot. Milwaukee is. <laughs> Trust me. A lot of kids play basketball in Milwaukee. Try. And, and you know what? It's personal. Right. It it's is personal, personal to kids from the city. You know what? And and the the issue is, look, I'm going to this. I'm not going to play football because I'm going to the NBA. But you're five ten. You're not going. Yeah. I, look, I don't mean to be mean, but there's a pretty good chance you're not going. But you'd be a heck of a football player. Well, I don't want to get hurt because I'm I'm my basketball career is, and it's kind of like young man. I, I'm telling you, you're a decent basketball player, but you know football could be your ticket if you look at it, or baseball or soccer could be your your ticket. Um, the, the kids in, in the area, is it the, with the neighborhood that you have, has the neighborhood changed at all culturally? Is it, is it, is it mostly Hispanic families? Is it African-American families? Is it white? Is it a combination? Is it kind of that rainbow coalition thing? The Clark square area is the most diverse community in the city, probably in the state of Wisconsin. So, uh, it's mostly Latino, um, African-American Whites, Native Americans, uh, other ethnic groups from outside the United States, uh, from Ethiopia and sure. Somalia, yet uh, Eastern Europeans there. Charles, how do they find the Journey House? I mean, how do they if if I guess is it word of mouth? In it's your a area? lot of word of mouth. Yeah. So you know, the, you know, with all our other programs that sort of feed that feed that sort of monster that a Journey House exists. Right. You know, our adult education programs, uh, uh, English as a second language programs. We have a citizenship program. You know, those things. And, and, and there are many immigrants in the, in, in the state that want to get their citizenship. So that particular program has a three-year waiting list to get in. Um, so, you know, the how, word of the mouth thing is, is, is really big. How, are you, how is Journey House funded? Is Through donations a, and grants and... Uh, Hard work. Generous people and yeah. hard work. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Is it, so it's not it's not a federally funded program. Is it, is it partly? Partly. Okay. Partly. We're we're like so there's seven, a lot we're of like, buckets. We're, we're like seventy thirty with private donations wow. being the dominant. That's uh that's impressive, and again fifty years. It's a fiftieth year. Fiftieth year. Yeah. Well, what it's a celebration year for you guys, right? Absolutely. Hey, the football. Um, I was so impressed with your facility. The facility at Mitchell Park. Is it Mitchell Park? It's in Mitchell Park. In Mitchell Park. Um, the facility that the Green Bay Packers donated the turf, correct? They did. And 
the facility itself is really impressive. The kids like playing there, I'm sure. Absolutely. You guys practice there as well? We do practice there. A lot of pride in that, right? In, yes. in that facility. Do you have time, Quentin? Do you have time to coach or are you just overseeing all this? Do you go to a lot of games? Um, I do coach on a, a very minor um, level, but uh, I do get a chance to go off to the games and whatnot. Yeah. You're busy. Yeah. Is it? Is it a... Uh, you're not a f- eight to five Monday through Friday guy, right? I am not. You never have been. <laughs> no. No, that's Charles. I know you aren't. You're. I, I was texting you this morning really early, and you were responding because you, you weren't sleeping in today. No, I was up early. Um, you know, this is a lifestyle. This is you know, I I don't put it. You know, we have time. You know, get paid for hours and all of that. But this is a lifestyle, and a commitment. So uh, I, hours don't mean anything to me. Hey, what leagues do you guys play in? I know, in, is it the baseball league? Is it the uh, Felix, Felix Mantilla, Mantilla Little Children? League? Is yep. baseball in the sixth district of uh, Little League here in uh, uh, Milwaukee? Uh, our football program plays in uh, AAYFL. I know you had Mike Brewer on yeah. a couple of months ago. Yeah, he uh, um, he's got a little passion for that, doesn't right, he? He's right, a good guy. Right, right. He's a much better uh, guy when he runs that league than he was a referee in basketball. I'm just telling you. <laughs> No, I'm a, no, I'm not kidding. He uh no, he's a decent ref, but he's really good at what he's doing now. So and then basketball, what league? Basketball has been MPS uh rec league, um, through the schools. And is that uh fifth grade through eighth or what um what are the age kids that, that you guys uh uh the teams at the Journey House? So we do work with fourth grade through eighth, but primarily it's our uh sixth through eighth middle school age group that we're working with for basketball. And and is that the same with football and, and, and baseball? Uh, no, actually, football and baseball, they start at a very much uh, younger age. Yes. Yeah. Um, baseball starts at four with T-ball. So we, we got the reason why Martin Weddle isn't here, who's yeah. the director of athletic leagues for us. Uh, he's down at Barron Park running our T-ball program this morning. So He would uh, much prefer to be here. I'm telling you, <laughs> look, I got grandkids that age. I'd prefer to be here. And yeah. that is a- so he's he's down running uh, our T-ball. So we, 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 we do um, T-ball, so starting at 4 and then going up through 18. So we have a travel we have a travel team okay. in baseball, the Criolios, uh, which is part of our program. Uh, so we have kids that are playing at the high school level. And then football starts at first grade. So... Initially, when we started, we were playing in a league that did ages, and we started at six. Uh, AFYFL is sort of high school right. uh, related, uh, so we start at first grade. We go through eighth grade. Yeah, how many teams at each? Do you have one team at each age group um, in in these sports, or are there times you have more than one team? Uh, in baseball, there's no, there's normally more than one team. So in t-ball, there's there's like four teams, and then the next age group there's three, and the next age group there's four, and it runs like that. Okay. Um, in football, we have four teams. So we have a first and second grade team, a third and a fourth grade team, a fifth and a sixth grade team, and a seventh, those are combined, seventh and eighth grade teams. So right. Four teams at the football level. Man, you guys are busy, huh? Really busy. What What's your day to day like, Quinn? What What you go in on Monday? I'm sure every day is different. Um, but but your overall goal on a daily basis. Is it is it more on the success side, or is it more on the athletic side, or is it a combination of both? Um, it's a combination of both. So like you said, every day is different. Um, my main focus is to make sure that our kids are doing well in school. 
So that academic piece is what I largely focus on and bringing in volunteers and tutors and collaborating with different organizations and um, post-secondary um, educational opportunities for the youth, uh, making sure that I can you know, bring those opportunities and resources to the kids. It's Quentin Prince. He's the Director of Youth at Leadership Student Success. And Charles Brown, He is. Uh, I've known him now for a while, don't talk to him every day, but I'm always impressed with him. When I do, he's the Deputy Director, Youth Programs at the Journey House. It's journeyhouse.org, located 2110 West Scott Street. It's their 50th year. Go to that website. If you're not familiar with the Journey House, make sure you put about 10 minutes aside because you're not going to be able to just go to that website and walk away because it's going to touch your heart a little bit. It uh, it shows some great pictures, their mission statement, and the things that they do outside of athletics. And you heard Quentin talk about it. They utilize sports to bring kids in to then help families. Big part of what they do. It's journeyhouse.org. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Man, me and Charles are starting to bop to this one. Hey, you got the music right right there, man. Quinn's like, what is that? I've never, no, he's heard about this. <laughs> and the reason I picked that song, I think it's a perfect fit for what you guys do, right? It's a family it's affair a family over affair. at Journey House. That's right. Hey, when you have... Um, when you have kids at brothers, sisters, first of all, girls and boys sports? Absolutely. Yes. Everything's co-ed? co-ed? Mm-hmm. Everything's co-ed. So, uh, do you have uh, girl-only teams? We've had girl-only teams uh, in volleyball and softball, uh, but we're co-ed. Football program, baseball, <laughs> soccer. It'll be the same thing in lacrosse. When we get it started, it'll be co-ed. Yeah. Well, um, co-ed, it won't be co-ed in, in lacrosse because lacrosse is – it's different. Yeah, it's a different sport. Yeah, I mean, it's different rules. But they're, we want girls to participate, too. So if they're going to participate, they'll, they'll participate in, on the boys' side with the boys' rules, right? Yes. Not sure yet. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. Because, you know, last year was we just had our first clinic, and we'll have a clinic this year, and then I'm looking to form a team next year. So I, I, I need to see what the interest is, but it's probably going to be boys first. Yeah. I hope it's high because I'll tell you what, there there's a lot of opportunities to go to the next level in that sport that that athletes and student athletes from this area don't know about and are taking advantage of it, particularly in the city. You know, there's a lot of outside yes. lacrosse going on. Marquette University High School rents out, rents out field for their lacrosse their uh, home lacrosse games. Right, ton. You're right in the suburbs, but in the city, right. not a lot. And uh, I I would love the fact that if you guys could get that started in the and I like that the, the boys at Milwaukee Marquette are pitching in to, to help with that. You know, it, it, the clinics they're doing, is it for kids or is it for coaches or is it for both? It's for clinics. It's, uh, I'm sorry. It's for kids. Okay. Um, so the clinic last year we had, we had about 70 kids there. And um, um, Marquette and uh, the university and the high school provided coaches. So we had we had some girl coaches, uh, female coaches there that work with the girls, yeah, and uh, some guy coaches that work with the guys. Boy, the people that are into that sport are, they are diehard lacrosse fans. Yes, you know it's it's that it's kind it's almost like hockey. It's a kind of a different cult kind of you know it's not a cult, but it's you know what they're so passionate right. and love the sport so much. Quentin, when you had talked about utilizing sports to get kids in and then you also talked and kind of briefly talked about mentoring programs and tutoring programs um 
Can we talk a little bit about that? So if a kid comes to a basketball practice at six o'clock and he's and he gets out of school at three thirty, if he got to the journey house at four or four thirty, are there are there opportunities for him to get or her to get their homework done if they need help with their homework, if they have to utilize computers? All of that, is that available for them? That is. And so the academic piece is, like we said, and our pillars is the the number one. So we want to make sure that when the kids are during those out-of-school hours, they're able to come in and work with uh, various tutors and whatnot. We've got a lot of volunteers that um, tutor in our programs. We've got strong partnerships with uh, UW-Milwaukee and Marquette. And a lot of our service learners come in and they focus on the youth and give them that ac- uh, supplemental academic support um, during those hours. Charles, if there's one part of what goes on at the Journey House that 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 you thought, man, if we could just get some help in this area to make this stronger, is there an area that you feel like that? Well, resources are always right. uh, ongoing. You know, we need we need we need resources. You never and, you never end yeah, that race, do you? Yeah, yeah, that 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 never ends. We need resources, and uh, in order to uh, one build capacity, so with the number of people that we serve every year, we're bursting at the seams and we need resources to expand capacity, not only in structures, but in personnel. Charles, I was there, I don't three years ago, maybe? Right. Something like about that. three years ago. And th- that building is a good sized building. And the fact that you guys are, are, are busting at the seams there certainly kind of makes me sad. Like, yeah, look, everybody, I was hoping that maybe at this point the ease, it would be different where not as many people would need as much help, but that's not the case. It's not the case, and we can't serve everybody, but in a way it's a good problem to have. You know, there are people who need services, and we're here and, and we're here to give services, and people want our services. So right. when I say it's a good problem to have, you know, they're, they're, there's more need out there, and people want to be serviced, and we're here for that. Quentin, when um, and and Charles, when Quentin talked about in the beginning, you know, I said, "Hey, look, you, how, how personal, you know, this you take this personally." And he shared a really personal story about helping four kids that, you know, basically adopting these four kids. You can't. I think the burnout rate for what you guys do, if you if you're not able to every once in a while shut that off, mm-hmm. and and to, to to get away from it for a little bit, I mean, right? You have to do that. Absolutely. You have to go and recharge your batteries. You, you need to step away from it and go recharge your batteries and do something or have another outlet, whether you're in something physically or whatever it is that helps you relax. What do you do, Charles? Can I ask? Well, you lift weights, obviously. What else? Does it look like a lift? <laughs> yeah, you scare yeah. me every time I. No, <laughs> man, you've lost a little of that. Since I have. Last. I yeah, have. you look like I Arnold Schwarzenegger last time I saw you. Actually, <laughs> actually, I've lost twenty four pounds since you look good. January. Uh, so um, I'm down th- sixty, Charles. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, you're looking good, man. Yeah, whatever. You're you looking, do, when you did nutrition, you were staring at me in a whole different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, personally, I. I Exercise. Um, something else we do it, and we haven't mentioned this. Something else we do at Journey House is we have this Yes program, which is youth empowerment seminars, yep. which is a breathing to teach kids and adults how to reduce stress through breathing techniques. Okay, coupled with human values. Yeah. So I practice that. Um, I'm getting away next week to uh, go back home to Baltimore to my annual neighborhood reunion. 
So I do this every year. I've done it for the last 20 Good for you. This is our 23rd year. So I go back to reconnect with folks that I grew up with. Yeah. And that recharges my batteries. But there are other things that help me. Yeah, um, I think professional you have development to. opportunity. So coaching school up at, with the you, Packers two Sundays ago. I uh, went down to the National uh, USA Football Conference in Florida. Those things recharge yeah. the batteries too. Quinn, how about you? Um, so I used to tell people that uh, for me to recharge and me for to feel fulfilled, I would actually go to work. So that used to be my go-to. I would go to work and continue doing what I was doing. Um, that scares me because there's a burnout <laughs> right there, you know? You are right. Um, so I have, you know, I've taken part in a variety of different other things that um, interest me as far as like, so I also do real estate. Um, okay. So I enjoy the remodeling of properties and, you know, offering those opportunities to new You families. flip houses and stuff? I do. You know how to do all that? I do. So you must listen to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show and all the tips that I give. I, I yeah, will from now on. Trust me. <laughs> Listen to the guests. Yeah, my dad was in Brooklyn and Mason. He never had he had no patience to teach any of the McGivern boys how to do any of that. Now we can talk, so I asked the right questions, mm-hmm. but ask me to put shades up in the house. Go to Baby Shade and Blind. That's where you need to go for that one. Well, that's interesting. And Charles, I think it's important. That, that we have those conversations. And I bet you do with people that work with you and for you at the Journey House that if you're going 24-7 worried about and thinking about and trying to fix this for, for people, you're, the career is not going to last long. You have to have an outlet. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, the um, uh, the sports teams, how have they been doing, by the way? You guys having some success? Are you winning some games? Absolutely. I think, you know, our football program, um, last year we switched uh, leagues joining AAYFL. Okay. And uh, a new experience for us. I uh, was proud to say that uh, our seventh and eighth grade team beat the division conference champions uh, on their field up in the Cedar Grove. Beautiful. Which was, you know, fantastic for us. So it, it's been a transition for us. But in the past, you know, we've. <laughs> We've won the city conference championship many years or have played in it almost right. every year. In, in this is existence. a different animal, this one you're in now. Right. Now you're playing against oh, these yeah, programs. Absolutely. That, hey, um, where do most of the kids that play in the youth program at Journey House, they just scatter to different high schools or is this a feeder program for any one high school? We're not a feeder to any one high school. So our kids go all over. So I have kids um, on a football level. We have kids at Rufus King at Many of them at Riverside. Coach Wagner does yeah, a fantastic job. In fact, three of our kids who graduated this year have gone on to the next level to play football. Man, yeah. there's You know what? The city conference on the U Sports show that I do, uh, look, I, I get on them a little bit for that for the football conference, but King and Riverside, two of the pro- best programs for sure. You know, both guys have been doing a great job. Yeah, and we have kids at Tech and South Division, Pulaski, uh, Thomas Moore, um, you know, I, I've been mean, coaching basketball, Martin Luther, Charles, we're right here. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You know, we want to stay champions. I think we got one or two at Martin Luther and All maybe right. a couple at Wisconsin. Luther. Yeah, we, we, do. Just, we do. Just keep sending them over to Spartanville. That's recruiting. That's illegal. I'm just kidding. I can't recruit, but I can recommend and highly suggest. Quentin, very impressed with you, young man. Thank you so much for your time coming in today. Thank He's you. Quentin Prince. He's director of uh, youth leadership at the Journey House. And Charles Brown, 
Deputy Director of Youth Programs. I know that uh, Journey House is in good hands with these guys. Go to that website, 50th year. A lot of events going on, a lot of ways to give back and make sure they, they're around for another 50 years. It's journeyhouse.org. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.